Joining us now, former president of the PGA of America, Ted Bishop. Ted, welcome back into the golf shop. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, so, did you ever think that Brooks Kepka would have a seven-shot lead at 15 under par for the PGA Championship at Bethpage Black? No, I tell you what, uh, I I wouldn't have. And uh, to shoot 63, 65 in the first two rounds on that golf course, given the weather and the rough and everything that's going on out there is incredible. Um, I think uh, this tournament is over with, boys. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, I want to bring up is uh, you're kind of responsible for the PGA of America going back to Bethpage. Uh, the USGA had kind of given up on Bethpage as a major championship venue. Yeah, you know, it's uh, a lot of people may not even really remember the history at, at Bethpage, but, you know, back uh, kind of at the turn of the century, uh, late 90s maybe, uh, you know, Bethpage was uh, was really in dire straits. Uh, I mean, the golf course had had gone downhill. There had been a, uh, uh, not a lot of funding support from the state of New York, and, and you know, really the, the future of it as a golf course was, was pretty dismal, and uh, to David Fay's credit, the uh, executive director of the USGA, um, you know, he kind of had the foresight to uh, partner a deal with the state of New York, and uh, you know, they did a, uh, a nice renovation project and really brought the golf course up to championship standards, and and obviously played a couple of U.S. Opens there. But uh, you know, they they they'd had a, a rocky relationship, uh, the USGA and the state of New York, and it all kind of culminated. After the uh, U.S. Open in 2009, with uh, the ticket policy uh, or lack of refunds on weekend rainouts, and, and the weather had been miserable that particular weekend, so you know when that that U.S. Open was over with, uh, really the future of championship events at Beth Page was severely in doubt. Uh, at that point in time, the PGA Tour wasn't you know playing anything there, so. I was contacted when I was the secretary of the PGA of America by Charlie Robson, who was the executive director of the Met section, and um, you know he set a meeting up with uh, myself and 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 him and uh, a, a guy by the name of David Catalano, who was uh, hired and, and uh, worked for the state of New York. Actually, lived on property at Beth Page, and, and Dave was kind of the general manager of, of Beth Page, and. And we started a dialogue about uh, the possibility of, uh, of maybe the PGA of America, you know, coming in there and and playing a championship. And um, it, it, it was a it was a process, guys. It, it was a three four year conversation, and uh, you know, finally in in 2013, everything uh, you know came together, and and we obviously announced this. PGA Championship for 2019 and 2024 Ryder Cup. And, uh, you know, I look back at the, the things that, that took place during my time as president. And, uh, you know, I, I, I do get some satisfaction of, of, of thinking that, um, you know, maybe I was just part of uh, several people that, uh, you know, kind of guaranteed the future for the people that play and love Bethpage. Because there was some concern that, you know, if there wasn't a championship, brought in that again the funding would decline and, and the facility would would decline and it would go back to where it had been in the late 90s hmm. it's thriving now okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, is that clubhouse is is that the same clubhouse that's been there i didn't remember it being that big in the past uh, on television yeah as, as far as i know it, it is i don't uh, it's, it's been the same ever since you know i've been going to beth page and it's such a cool place yeah. particularly 
you know, for, for public golf, and it's, uh, you know, they, they've kind of called it the People's Country Club for years, and uh, it, it's got the biggest parking lot that I have ever seen <laughs> at any golf facility. Uh, there's five golf courses there, and, I mean, it is literally a factory. And, uh, you know, one of the cool things that uh, just randomly happened, um, when I was at the Ryder Cup in 2010 at Celtic Manor, I remember – uh, and the players at the time on the Ryder Cup had no idea that we were even talking about um, championship events there. And uh, on the 18th fairway at Celtic Manor, uh, Phil Mickelson and Ricky Fowler were just engaged in a conversation talking about Ryder Cup venues. And, uh, you know, Phil said to Ricky, he's like, you know, can you imagine if they ever played a Ryder Cup at Beth Page and what a home course advantage that would be, you know, because of the fans. And, uh you know, that was, uh, it was interesting to hear, for me to hear, based on the fact that we were preliminarily in those discussions and, and knowing that uh, there was a possibility that could happen someday. Mm. Yeah, funny how that things work out. Uh, and, uh, you know, Mickelson might end up being the captain there. Who knows, you know? Uh, but, um, you know, as we, as we look at some of the other venues that are coming up, I mean, you have TPC Harding Park. You have Kiowa, going back to Kiowa. You have Trump National in New Jersey. You have Oak Hill, Valhalla. Uh, Aronimic, PGA Frisco, Olympic Club, Baltistraw, Congressional, uh, Southern Hills. Uh, there's one missing, 2025. I'm, I'm assuming we're kind of hoping for uh, maybe back here at Quill Hollow, uh, seeing as how they signed the Wells Fargo Championship through 2024, with the exception of 21 when the President's Cup's here. I mean, these are some really great golf courses and something that, you know, the PGA of America can continue their magic with setups where I just love it. Where you hit a bad shot, you can make a bogey, double, or triple, and you hit a good shot, you can make birdies and eagles. Well, I think the guy that uh, that really gets all the credit is Kerry Hag, and you know Kerry's been the uh, he's been setting up our championships for years, and uh, you know he's a guy that flies under the radar. Uh, very few people in golf even know who Kerry Hag is, and uh, you know he has the ability, and he does it year in and year out of uh, really producing uh, arguably the most exciting finish to a major championship and uh and i echo the, the comments that you made about course setup i mean i would never have figured i mean when i sit here and look at these scores you know kepka shoots 63 on thursday 65 obviously yesterday scott shoots 64 uh yesterday uh kelly Kraft shoots 65 yesterday uh, fitzpatrick shoots 65 yesterday i mean I, I i said before the tournament i thought the winning score possibly might be no more than five under par and, and could possibly even be somewhere around par. But Kerry has got that knack of taking uh, basically any canvas that he's given and producing a championship that consistently comes up with, uh, you know, the right kind of drama. And uh, he, he's, he's one of the best kept secrets in golf. And in my opinion, uh, based on how important revenues are to the PGA of America, I felt this way when I was the president. Uh, I think Kerry Hag is the most important employee uh, that the PGA of America has, and that that includes the the chief executive officer. You know, Ted, for for years I've always you know the, it, it, when it was when it was the last major of the year, it was still the most compelling as far as I was concerned. The problem is, you know, you've already gone through three majors and. And while while the television ratings are good, they're not as good as they're going to be now in in you know May. And and I think that only helps the PGA even more 
as far as as far as Kerry Hague's setup and 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 how how compelling the PGA the PGA Championship is going to be and and is now. You know, I I, I might take uh, exception to a couple of those comments. Okay. Um, I, first of all, I think that it, it this this May date and it's it's going to work. It's made the golf schedule better as a whole. There's no question about that. To get the FedEx Cup playoffs over before the start of NFL season is great for everybody in golf. But I do think that it poses limitations um, on where you can go yep. in the future. And I think that some of these northern sites, um, they, they could be challenging giving, uh, you know, a, a, a bad spring. And I think the television ratings, that is going to be really interesting. Yep. And, and here's why I say that. There's a lot going on right now. You've mm-hmm. got the NBA playoffs going on. You've got the Stanley Cup playoffs. This afternoon, they're going to run the Preakness. Now, granted, the Preakness may not carry the uh, luster that it would have if you didn't have the controversy in the Kentucky Derby and you don't have the winner running in the Preakness and a potential Triple Crown winner. But given Kepka's lead, um, I, I think it would really be interesting to compare these, these TV ratings. But even in a normal year, there's a lot more competition uh, for television viewers in May, in my opinion, than there was in August. So we'll see how that goes. Okay, Ted, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could very well be right. I, I mean, but uh, I, I, you know, it's I. I mean, I again, I, I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about this move in the beginning, but the longer it went, um, you know, I, I do think it's the right thing um, for for golf and the schedule. But I think there are some concessions that. Uh, the PGA of America made uh, to move this thing to May, and I've I've always said I, I think one of the the well kept secrets you can't ever convince me there might not have been some kind of a financial agreement between the PGA Tour and the PGA of America to get this thing moved to May. Hmm. Well, it's going to be you know for years people talked about that the PGA unfortunately was the you know the fourth of the four majors in terms of status it seemed like um with its moving to May it's going to be interesting to see going forward how that plays out I mean was it was it fourth because it was the last one to to Matt's point um was it uh, the fourth because it's a uh, you know, it's it's basically got a bunch of uh, you know the the core of golf with the PGA professionals being in there. Um, you know, so it's interesting to see how this is going to play out. There's no amateurs in there is another reason, I guess. Maybe it's interesting to going to see how it plays out over the next couple years and and how we start re-ranking these things. And you know, for me, if the USGA continues to have the setups that they've had the last few years and, and the, the misery that we end up seeing um, and unplayable golf courses like Shinnecock got uh, two, of the, two of the four days last year. I mean, does the U.S. Open start falling down? So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But to your point, I mean, if the golf course is – we talked to Rex Hoggard in the last segment, and he seems to think the golf course is set up a little bit more difficult today. Let's say that, you know, the rest of the field kind of hangs around par. Your 500 number is not looking so bad. No, but I think, you know, back to the uh, where the PGA Championship stands with the other majors, here, here's some undeniable facts. I mean, and, and again, this year you've got 100 of the top 100-ranked players in the world that are in the field. Even with the 20 club professionals that are in the PGA Championship field, year in and year out, this is the toughest field in major championship golf, mm-hmm. bar none. Yep. I mean, th- nothing else even even compares with it. So then you ask yourself, well, why does the PGA of America or the PGA Championship have that stigma of being the fourth major? And I think that it probably goes back decades ago when this was a mass play tournament, when the venues 
were probably not up to the, the standards of today's venues. And, uh, man, when you look at, at where we play this championship and you look at the finishes that it's produced and you look at the strength of the field, I, I just, I, I, I really, I know the perception is it's always going to be number four out of four, but I would really make the argument that from a, a major championship golf standpoint, it's the toughest test year in and year out in golf. Well, Ted, we always appreciate you coming on with us and taking some time. I'm sure we'll talk to you uh, several more times this year. So uh, have a fun weekend watching the golf. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Always good talking to you.